Hello and welcome to the October 26th episode of This Week in Kirkland, the official podcast of the city of Kirkland, bringing you timely topics and noteworthy news delivered to you every week. I'm your host, Jim Lopez, one of the deputy city managers here at the city, and I'm joined today by two members of our podcast team. Hello, I'm Sue Romero. And David Wolbrecht. And here, my friends, are the stories we're covering this week. Yeah, we've got some great ideas for fun stuff, including Mm -hmm. Dia de los Muertos, Pumpkins in the Park, and Wheels and Reels. Also, a heads up on the next city council meeting coming up. Yeah, we've got a really inspiring story about some folks helping save a life. Mm-hmm. Another fun story about actually a scout troop learning about ham radio. And a quick shout out to our fire department for hosting a heavy machinery training. Preview, there's a school bus involved. Nice. <laughs> yes, We're also going to be talking about our amazing police department who is hiring new and experienced police officers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some opportunities for you to get involved in making Kirkland a more artful place. Ooh. More to follow on I that. I get it. Nice. Pray tell. But first, our big story of the week is a big thank you to the community Woo-hoo. for helping us celebrate two awesome events here in our wonderful city this weekend. Thank you. The reopening of the Kirkland Fire Department's newly renovated Fire Station 22 mm-hmm. in Houghton mm-hmm. and Kirkland Forest Day up on 132nd Square Park. <laughs> yes. So the reopening of Fire Station 22 was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So hundreds, you and I are both there, right? Yes. Yeah. You and I were there. Um, took lots of pictures. Yeah. Hundreds of community members showed up. Um, it was not horrible weather. It yeah. wasn't sunny, it was, but it like people braved the, the, the cooler temperatures. The, cooler, the mist. Yeah. And so when they came in, brought their kids, they got to go on self-guided tours. I, I stood at the door mm-hmm. with the map. Uh-huh. N- next to station tour. one and i said all day i said welcome to the oh, decon right? room <laughs> <laughs> what's the decon room <laughs> here's where the firefighters put their um gear after yeah. they've been uh, in an emergency incident that may or may not have hazardous materials into it. this industrial washing machine yeah yeah yeah. Wow. yeah it's a big deal yeah Decon- and wash off and yeah. it's okay. one of the things one of the real core reasons why we did the rehabilitation right? that's right yeah top top of the line technology what was what did you enjoy most about the day well, I'll I'll chime in here. Yes, um, I'm kind of embarrassed about this, but it's authentic. The <laughs> speed at which the um, garage door opens. It's one of those things that, like, after I saw it, I was like, well, no, duh. Like, the fire engine's going to go get fast. out real fast. <laughs> but, like, I, I was just sort of imagining it would be, like, my parents. So one that's, it's like, right, well, yeah, yeah. when the alarm's going off, the yeah, exactly. guys so in the fire so truck are like, come, come, on, come, on, come on, let's go, 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 go. So you're saying this thing was moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like. 15 feet in, I, I, I didn't time it, but it's super fast. <laughs> kind of like a science fiction. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, there was there were a lot of cool things. So we got to see, or everyone, the community got to see firefighters' work area, the equipment shop. If they break stuff, this is where they fix it, where they sleep, where they work out, the kitchen. And, of course, what do you think was the most popular spot? The... Uh, Fire trucks. Garage door. Oh, the, the fire trucks. The fire trucks. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah of course. Like, the apparatus bay. The apparatus bay. Fire trucks are. Oh, and mm-hmm. kids and families just kept, like, you would go in to the door I was next to, then they'd come out just a little way down. And then they go right back in. And go to the fire trucks again. It's like Disneyland. It's like, let's go on the ride again. It actually sounds a lot like City Hall for All. It's true. The touch of truck. Absolutely. Well, and there was also the Forest Day. Same weekend? Yeah, same weekend. The next day up at 132nd Square Park. Um, none of us attended, but we did hear a good report back from Katie in our planning department who Mm kind of organized this whole thing. So what happened at the 
at Forest Day. Yeah, so Forest Day was all about like a kickoff for Forest Week, nice. I think, or Arbor Day. I don't know. Arbor Day. Tree Day Week, something around there. <laughs> We're celebrating trees. Yes. Because um, we love trees in Kirkland. It's all about the trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so there was a, it was cool. There was like a ceremonial tree planting. There was like a bunch of booths from a bunch of, you know, local vendors, that sort of stuff. Um, there were some educational classes. Happened. I understand there was a nature scavenger hunt. There was a nature what scavenger hunt. What is that? Hunt. Well, I... I don't know exactly. I could speculate. I think it's where you look and find stuff in nature, right? Yeah, there's a list. Very you natural take it off. Yep. Mm-hmm. prizes. Yep. Apparently, there was a tree trivia. Tree trivia. Yeah, we've had a little of that on the show. It's true. Yeah. So yeah, it, it sounded like it was uh, just limbs of. Fun. Sorry, I'm trying to make a tree <laughs> metaphor joke here, but it was just Maybe a trunk full of more. oh, trunk full. <laughs> branch out a little bit. So 29 volunteers participated? Yeah, in a couple great uh, restoration projects in nearby parks. And so not at 132nd Square Park, but I think it was at, what, South Norway Hill Park and Kingsgate Park. Mm -hmm. So two wonderful events and a jam-packed weekend. That's right. So, hey, everybody, get your calendars out for some real fun upcoming events in addition to the ones we just discussed. Coming Mm -hmm. up, we have Pumpkins in the Park on Saturday, October 28th from 10 to 2. Yours truly will be there right. talking oh, about the pumpkins. You're the expert, aren't I'm you? I'm kind of like a little bit of, uh, I don't know the expert, <laughs> but I do like do a little emceeing. Ah, uh, okay. It's so like my uh, side hustle. You've been okay. to a previous Pumpkins I've in the Park, right? <laughs> Is this your second annual <laughs> yes. Pumpkins it, It's hosting? my second annual okay. hosting. Okay. And it's Excellent. brought to you by the da- Kirkland Downtown Association. Awesome. Uh, we'll be at Marina Park, and it will feature food booths, giveaways, games, and treats. Now, I know last year we were moving puppies. They were adorable. Wow. Oh, Pumpkin puppies. Wow. Oh, they were just so cute. And uh, cats, the kittens, they were fabulous. Okay. So anyway, they will be big fun. Come on down. Oh, hang on. So are there puppies or not this year? Do I we... don't know. Okay. We well, know more information maybe yeah. on the, the show website. Notes. Okay, show notes. Also, um, another upcoming event, Dia de los Muertos celebration. Also on the same day. So this, this is Saturday, wow. October 28th. It's a busy day, yeah. folks. Pencil this in. Two to four, Peter Kirk Community Center. Okay, so... So you can roll from Pumpkins in the Park, walk five blocks to go to Dia de los Muertos <laughs> in Peter Kirk Community Center. Just make a day of it. Make a, make day, a day of it. it. Hey, there you yeah. go. Fall festivities. Check it out. So also, uh, coming up on Saturday, November 4th, we have Aquila and the Bee mm-hmm. at Juanita Beach Park as part of the Wheels and Reels program at the city. 20 bucks per vehicle. Yep. And this is Jumbotron, right? Your mm-hmm. favorite, Jim. My favorite. Yes. Jumbotron. You got to experience Jumbotron. I mean, it, it like... It expands up. Like, you think it just rolls in? No. This thing, like... It, it's like a transformer. It's like a transformer. It's a giant right. screen. And whatever you're looking at, like, if the Grand Canyon is on the screen, it's like you're sitting in, in the, the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. Oh, right? Jumbo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Aquila and the Bee is a wonderful film, for mm-hmm. those of you who haven't seen it. So, about come on down. Spelling Bee Spelling movie. Bees. Ah, okay. I thought it was about, like, honey <laughs> beekeeping. Okay. Different kind of bee. So the next meeting of the Kirkland City Council is on Wednesday, November 8th. Now, we usually meet, the council usually meets on Tuesdays, but November 7th is a Tuesday, and that's Election Day. Mm -hmm. So the council always moves the meeting to the very next day that year. Mm -hmm. And speaking of the election, remember to turn in your ballots by 8 p.m. on November 7th. Kirkland has two drop boxes, one at City Hall and one at Kingsgate Library. Next up, we have a really inspiring story of a cardiac arrest survivor meeting the people who saved his life. This is a wonderful story. This is a great story. So I got to meet all the people involved, and this happened uh, last summer. It was July 31st at Cafe Veloce in Totem Lake. 
um, at a restaurant, a customer collapsed, and one of the servers, her wow. name was Peyton, immediately took action. She started doing CPR, 911 was called, and um, the customer's name is Steve. Uh, he survived because of what she did. Wow. Just Jeez. for a few minutes, she applied CPR. And the Nor... The, um, Norcom? Yes, 911 dispatcher, who was on the line with Peyton, like helping her with the instructions. She was a beginner. Like, she just started. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And so her name was Haley, and then her training supervisor, Laura, all three of them were kind of like, okay, here's what you do next. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, just keep going and until the fire responders it. get there. Yeah, and so all four of them, Steve, Peyton, Haley, and Laura, got to meet this month at Fire Station 27. Oh, that's wonderful. In person, and it was really heartwarming. Um, mm. Steve and Peyton hugged, and, you know, there are a lot of thank yous and lots of hugs. Yeah, and wow. It was just amazing. So the whole team, the whole caregiving team. Yes, and commit. the entire team. Like, there's a lot more people behind yeah. something like yeah, this. Absolutely. Like, all the firefighters that were there working that day from Kirkland, from Redmond, mm -hmm. um, I think from South County Fire also. Mm -hmm. It was like, I don't know, two dozen, three dozen yeah, people geez. in this picture with yeah. them yeah. in the background and just... And Peyton got an award, right? So, yep. Okay. She got a Community Hero Award medal from Kirkland Fire. Awesome. So just wonderful example of our wonderful community coming together yep. in an immediate mm -hmm. moment of need. So Great bravo. story. That's right. Thank you all. Continuing at the general theme of emergency preparedness, here's a fun story about local Troop 572 getting some ham radio <laughs> training. Okay. Well, yeah. So apparently... Troop 572 assisted the Kirkland Emergency Communications Team with some radio box inventory and an equipment check. Mm -hmm. They got to learn information about ham radios, when radio com communication is really important, and ways that scouts can take the next steps in learning more about ham radio operations. Do, Do you guys know anything about ham very, radios? Very little, just that they're super important when... All the rest of our technology, right? Exactly. That's goes what I'm away thinking. In the big one. Yeah. Like in every movie or TV where there's an apocalypse, the only thing yeah. that works is the ham radios. And they just, <laughs> you know, international connections. Yeah. Like my cool. grandfather, who passed away when I was born, but he he was a ham radio operator. Oh, wow. And there's a okay. lot of there's just tons of amateur ham radio operators. Mm -hmm. And I remember mm -hmm. they he had a whole ham radio station built in our basement. It's just awesome. quite impressive. And they communicate around the world. Yeah. Yep. So cool. Around the world. So the emergency communications team hopes to hear from new folks checking in on the nets once they pass their licenses. Yeah, yeah. the scouts. Yep. The scouts. So another, uh, another preparedness story this week, this time from our experts in the Kirkland Fire Department. Hmm. Yep, Kirkland Fire hosted an annual refresher training for firefighters, not just from Kirkland, but from other a uh, couple of other agencies as well. Bellevue and Redmond were there, and this Particular training involves heavy or commercial vehicles. So things like if you can picture, you know, lifting a bus oh, up man. with heavy equipment, removing a vehicle from underneath the bus, and then also like extricating a, a dummy that's in the vehicle and with the jaws of life equipment. About 50 firefighters from Kirkland, Bellevue, and Redmond attended the three-day training. So it was really In really September, yeah. yeah. So it's just another way that Kirkland Fire is kind of leading and training uh, for other agencies on the east side. So if you think you'd like to help keep the community safe, but maybe the jaws of life aren't your thing, <laughs> then you should consider a career with the Kirkland Police Department. Yeah, so Kirkland is small enough to feel like family, but also big enough to have some top-notch training, gear, specialty units. So there's our amazing PROAC unit, PROACTIVE. They do mm -hmm. a whole bunch of like 
drug investigations, undercover stuff, yeah. s- like CSI. I feel is like, like the wh- cool kids at the PD. Like, I mean, everyone's popular. a cool kid, but right. like, yeah, but they're, it's cool work. Yeah. Uh, but also we got like tons of awesome investigations, mm-hmm. but community uh, service unit. unit. Yeah. Like neighborhood resource. A lot officer, of specialty yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's amazing opportunities, not only for those that might be new to law enforcement. So if you're considering a career in law enforcement, come on down. Um, also, those that are long, like yeah, experienced, experience. yeah, yeah, experienced officers. Come to Kirkland. Yeah. And all commissioned police officers are eligible for an electric take-home commuting vehicle mm-hmm. or $500 monthly proximity housing premium. And this is been super well received by the department for mm-hmm. sure so laterals are eligible for a twenty five thousand dollar hiring bonus and they keep their longevity rates which mm-hmm. is also important so mm-hmm. check out the kirkland police department mm-hmm. and that brings us to our last story of the week do you have an interest in the arts and the role of public art in kirkland hmm, maybe. well <laughs> if so you should apply oh. to join the cultural arts commission at the city what do they do Well, funny you should ask that, Sue. (laughs) The Arts Commission advises the City Council on public art acquisitions and loans. Mm. Yeah, uh, they also review and recommend projects under the city's 1% for the arts program. So this is where there's a big construction project that the city is doing, like a fire station. Mm -hmm. And there's a public art piece that's actually part of that project. And, Sue, we actually saw that. And I, I don't know, Jim, if you've yeah. seen it or not yet, but at the fire at station, station 22, 22, it's this gorgeous, Beautiful. I don't know, it's like nine feet tall, like yeah. prism, like s- sculpture of mm-hmm. a map of Kirkland. It's red and blue. Yeah. It has the red portion is the map of the city and then the blue is the water. Yes. And yeah. I don't know if you notice this, but the Easter eggs are little dots in the map that are mm-hmm. the other fire station locations. Oh, oh Super that's cool. great. Yeah. And so. it stays lit up. Too. And so, that's the work of the arts. Commission. Exactly. They they were helping select, like, call for the artists, selecting mm-hmm. the the piece, that sort of thing. So applications are due November third by four p.m. Mm-hmm. And applicants must reside, own a business, or work in Kirkland. So art is such an amazing way to make our community feel special. But did you know what the most expensive art installation in the world? is Vessel by Thomas Heatherwick in New York at an estimated $200 million. Wow. That's a vessel. That's a very expensive That's pretty pricey. piece of art. How about this one? B, Da Vinci's Grand Cavallo mm. in bronze is the biggest statue of a horse ever <laughs> created. Hmm. That would be B. I think the Trojan one was pretty big. There's a pretty big one at Alderwood Mall, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> Alderwood Mall or Da Vinci, (laughs) that would be B. Okay. Or C, buying a white couch is the best way to really bring out a toddler's sense of artistic expression. Come on, you got to go with that one. Has to be C. Yeah. I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? Yep. I mean, yeah, is it, can there be multiple answers? But the answer actually is, you guessed it, Vessel is a giant 16-story honeycomb of stairs and platform. Oh, what? And it contains 154 flights of stairs for a total of 2,500 steps. Oh, my gosh. Was that featured in the movie Inception? (laughs) And did it just change change back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da Vinci was never able to cast his giant 24-foot horse in bronze, but oh. he did manage to make a full-size model 
in clay. So that that would be okay. The so that one is bigger than B. the one at the mall. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a close, close second. Yeah. Alderwood Mall is, yeah. but. Hey, don't forget to come out to Dia de los Muertos this Saturday. And that does it for this week, my friends. You've been listening to This Week in Kirkland. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. share. Special thanks to Anthony Girardi, Chris Peterson, and Kate Ryan for their behind-the-scenes magic. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Our next episode is November 2nd. Until then, stay, stay connected, connected, Kirkland. Kirkland.